Holy shit, make some noise! What a fucking night, guys. We are in for fucking a special night. This isn't a normal night. This is a night with one of the best comics of the Northeast. If you're from New York City and you haven't heard from this guy, then you're just an idiot! Please give a warm welcome for the one, the only, Wavy McGuire! Yeah, 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 what's going on, y'all? What's going on? This is what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. So I appreciate you guys coming out. This is the live podcast for the Ignorant Know-It-Alls. It's a podcast that I do weekly. You can find it on all streaming services. This is sponsored by Miked Up, the Producers Club. I got a bunch of dope comics here for you. My name is Wavy McGuire, a.k.a. the Ignorant Know-It-All, a.k.a. I have an aggressive beard. All the females want to sex it. Dudes want to fight it. You know what I mean? Shout out to my co-hosts that are not here at the moment. These brothers are out doing their thing. My man Travis Harris, it's his birthday, a.k.a. P90 Trav. My man Brooklyn International, a.k.a. Brooklyn Bosky out there, not here. They're out there selling drugs, doing whatever. But this is the first of many comedy shows, live stream podcasts for all these guys that are coming up. So I bought a lot of my favorite comics that are coming here to do some time for you guys. First comic coming up, please give it up for my man, Crenshaw, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. What's up, everybody, man? Keep it going for Wavy. Clap it up for him. Clap it up for yourselves. Cool, cool, cool. How we all doing out there? Doing nice, right? All right. Uh, we just had Black History Month, and um, I was going to do the whole 23andMe thing, like the Ancestry.com thing. Uh, but I feel like it should just be free for black people, you know? It's a uh, weird thing to, like, it's fucked up to, like, have your history stolen, then try to sell back to you. Like, that's weird as fuck. That's some gangster shit, though, man. I'm just looking at, <laughs> I'm just looking at the history, like, slavery, Jim Crow, student loans. Wait, what the fuck, nigga? This is my history. Like, why are you trying to sell this shit back to me? I, uh... Yeah, a lot of new black developments. Uh, one thing I'm happy to see black people doing now, happy to see black people smoking weed out of pipes, which is very cool. Fairly new, right? Fairly new development within the Negro community. That's not how we historically smoke weed. Uh, typically, we just smoke weed out of blunts and joints. And uh, right, right, if you're not familiar, you know what blunts are. You know they're cigar wrappers. You gut them open, dump the tobacco back out. All right, we know how the blunts work. Like... I'm glad to see black people smoking weed out of pipes because I feel like pipes are like the healthier way to smoke. Like there's no healthy way to put smoke into your body, but blunts, definitely the worst way to put smoke in there. Like there's nothing good about a blunt. Actual medical fact about blunts, did you know that amongst blacks ages 18 to 37 that uh, blunts are the leading cause of New York accents? Like that's why they, that's why they talk like that. <laughs> Uh, no, nah, but I feel like we don't like to smoke weed out of pipes because you don't look cool smoking weed out of a pipe, you know? Once you got to do this shit, you got to raise your elbow above your shoulder. Takes all the cool points just right out of it, you know? And I feel like there's two categories of uh, pipe smoke. The first category, you know, you got the, uh, like, wise Sigmund Freud, like, sage advice giver. Uh, next category is crackhead. Those are the two options that you have for pipe smoke. And unfortunately, weed pipes fall into the crack pipe category, you know? 
right? Because just like crack pipes, weed pipes are glass. And uh, back in the day, they refer to smoking crack as sucking the glass dick. That's what they would call it. Like, oh, look at this crackhead over there sucking that glass dick. Ugh, disgusting. It was almost like a point of pride to not be the glass dick sucker in the neighborhood, you know? It was a very weird time in history where uh, homophobia actually saved lives. Kept a lot of people off the pipe. <laughs> All right. Very pro-crack crowd here. That's what's up. I'm glad to see that. That was actually uh, Nancy Reagan's first campaign slogan, you know? It was like, right, right. Was, they found it on the cutting room floor. It was like, hey, kids, if someone offers you drugs, just say, I'm not gay. Like, what are you talking about? Like, that's, I don't know. It didn't work for too long, though, because eventually crackheads were like, sucking glass dick. I'm sucking real dick for crack out here. Like, that shit doesn't scare me at all. Like, that's how we do it. All right, again, very pro-crack crowd. That's Happy to see y'all are very progressive like that. Y'all are, I don't know, man. I uh, realize I have very uh, shallow goals in life. Uh, right now, my biggest goal is to be able to shop at grocery stores that don't mention savings in the title. Very, right? I feel like that shit is just demeaning as fuck. Like, you just got to go in knowing you broke. I feel like they should just change the name of those stores to, what's your broke ass? Like, that should just be the name of the stores. Like, right when you come in the store, they offer you a cart and shit. Here you go, take a cart with your broke ass. Get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't know, man. Actually, the grocery store around the corner from my house where I live now, I was exploring the neighborhood when I first moved there. And I walked in, and the first thing I noticed was right when you walk in, they have a wall full of 40 ounces for sale. I feel like in 2022, a wall of 40 ounces should get a bigger reaction. Like, y'all should not just be okay with. Like, you know, like, maybe y'all are confused. It wasn't, like, one ironic brand of 40 ounces. Like, no, they had competing, like, St. Ives fucking, again, it's that old that nobody even gets the fucking reference of fucking St. Ives like that. Like, who? O.E., -E, right? They had all that shit. The plastic bottle O.D.s, like, like, we've had a black president already. Like, what the fuck are we doing with ourselves? I feel like they should treat, uh... Like, you shouldn't just have 40s the first thing when you walk into the store. Like, there's no hope for the community if you got that shit set up. They need to treat 40s like they like how video stores used to treat porns back in the day. Where you got to walk through, like, way in the back, act like you accidentally stumbled upon it. Like, oh, shit, this is, I was looking for the cucumbers. I didn't know I could find old English back here. I don't know. Um... I was watching that uh, Bill Cosby documentary, uh, very exciting stuff, and it made me realize that only the best abusers get movies made about them, you know? It's almost like a nod to your, uh, I don't know, to being a great abuser. Like, I was thinking, like, Ike Turner never got a movie made about him because Tina Turner, like, just outshadowed him. Like, she, like he's just a blip in her story, so you, like, he gets to just skate, skate under the radar like that. I don't know. Like, Michael Jackson abused a bunch of kids, Got a bunch of documentaries made about him, you know? Joe Jackson, on the other hand, also abused a bunch of kids. Nothing. Reason why Joe Jackson couldn't moonwalk, so don't nobody give a shit about the kids he could do. He got away with all that shit. I don't know. All right. Not on board for those either. That's cool. That's fine. Very, uh, I don't know, man. I uh, come from a, a super black family. Like, just inherent, like, it's ingrained in us who are black, right? But not like, I know it's, like, obvious, like, oh, okay, you can look at me and tell. But I don't know, man. It's a, it's a weird thing, blackness these days. Like, my family, uh, they're so black that, how black are they? No, they're so, 
<laughs> stupid. No, they are so black that they actually look forward to BET original movies. Like they just don't, like they just don't stumble upon it. Like that's their plans for the evening. Like I asked my aunt one day, like, "What you doing this weekend?" She was like, "Medea Seven's coming out." Like, what the fuck you think I'm doing? Like. Uh, if you're not familiar with BET original movies, uh, they're kind of like Hallmark movies, but they start 10 minutes late every time for some reason. Like even on demand, you just press play and it comes up on the screen. Hold up, I'll be downstairs in a second. Like we're just gonna, I don't know. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, no, no, they do uh, very cool shit in BET original movies. Uh, one thing that I love that they do uh, in, in the credits, instead of putting the actor's name, they just put other movies that they were in and shit. So you just recognize them that way. I was watching this one show that was like, oh, Riley was played by Brenda from 227. Oh shit, I do recognize that voice. All right, actual person. That is a. Uh, Brenda from 227 also played Riley in Boondocks. But again, that's how black my family is. We know these things, and you guys don't, you racist pieces of shit. All right, that is my time. Thank you. Give it up for your host. Give it up one more time for Crenshaw, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. You guys are ready for your next act. This brother's very hilarious. One of my favorite guys. Please give it up for my man, Raul Pandeya, ladies and gentlemen. black lineup on St. Patrick's Day. I've never felt so out of place in my life, man. It's crazy. Is anybody here Irish? Yeah. I'm, I was, uh, I've been sleeping with this Irish girl. Uh, she's on birth control. But last night she was like, if I got pregnant, I'd probably keep it. So I'm not sleeping with this Irish girl anymore. You know, <laughs> that's how this works. Uh, do me a favor. Make some noise if you've ever smoked more weed than what your tolerance allows for. Is that something that anyone here has experience. So I've been thinking about it. Pretty sure that's happened to me every time I've ever smoked weed. Okay, I've been smoking weed for well over 10 years now. I've had one positive experience ever in my life doing it. I have literally been chasing that high ever since. I missed weed for like 15 years ago, man. I wish I could go back to what that was. Legal weed today is too strong. It should be illegal, okay? I don't really understand it. I was in Seattle not that long ago. I thought I'm here. Why not do what the city's known for? I drank a lot of coffee. I smoked a lot of weed. Here's the thing, caffeine tends to give me anxiety which is cool though, because weed also gives me anxiety. So this was mostly a pretty miserable trip for me. I appreciate the accessibility of weed since it's become legal in more and more places. Some of it still wears me out though. I don't know that I'm fully on board. Like I don't like that I can use a credit card now to buy it, that I can get travel points for buying drugs. I don't think that's what the people in charge had in mind, you know? I will say though, as it gets, I don't know what's going on here. I will say though, as it gets more and more corporate, a lot of places really do appeal to my millennial tendencies. Like I was at a shop, didn't know if I wanted to buy anything. Guy behind the counter could sense my hesitation. He goes, no, actually, for every eighth you buy here in the store with us, we will actually send one to a starving kid in Africa. I said, okay, wow, I'll take seven. Thank you for making that decision so much easier for me. Uh, I, you know, a lot, of, a lot of major companies are trying to make a statement on Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Um, I saw that Apple Pay, or Apple was stopping Apple Pay in Russia. Uh, Google was limiting Google Maps. I think I understand what they're doing. I get, I get that whole thing. And then I read that uh, Paramount Pictures were stopping the release of the movie Sonic 2 in Russia. That'll teach them, right? Like that's, I think that's how we win. Um, I had a dude at a party the other day try to sell me really hard on the concept of NFTs. Uh, he was also trying to sell me pills and cocaine, but I was like, you know what, let's hear him out, all right? I don't really understand NFTs or cryptocurrency. What I realized is that nobody else does either. You ever try to ask somebody to explain NFTs? They just tell you what it stands for. Oh, non-fungible tokens? That clears it up. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. 
I was like, what do you do with them? He's like, I use them in the metaverse. I was like, what the fuck do you do in the metaverse? He was like, yo, I bought property in the metaverse, which is crazy because I was talking to a guy who somehow owned real estate in the metaverse and lived in his mom's basement at the same time. So, you know, it was a... all my buddies are going to Coachella next month. Uh, I'm not I'm not big into music festivals. Uh, for a couple of reasons. Honestly, one, look at me. I am 5'6", all right? So in a crowd full of people, I can't so much watch an artist perform as much as I have to imagine what they're doing as the music is playing, all right? Two, I feel like festivals are aimed at the kind of person that's into, like, any artist, every genre. I don't know that that person truly exists. Who out here is like, oh, my God, they got Cardi B and Mumford & Sons. We definitely got to go to Coachella this year. Uh, work from home has been pretty good to me. I haven't done my job in 12 months and no one's noticed. Every day I log on, I move my mouse every couple hours and I listen to Stephen A. Smith talk. That is what I do for a living. Every day I'm convinced that I'm gonna get fired and every day my boss is just like, keep up the good work. Like the only explanation was that the whole thing is like one giant money laundering operation. You guys ever worked a corporate job? Every six months they do these review cycles. Every time a review is coming closer, I would panic for obvious reasons. What am I gonna say during that meeting? Can you tell us what you've accomplished the last six months? Well, I finally finished The Sopranos. Also, I tried like eight different kinds of veggie chips. I ranked them in a spreadsheet. That Excel training really helped out. If you want to check it out, I really appreciate that. Both times we were supposed to do reviews. Both times they were just like, what if we didn't do reviews? And I was like, okay, something illegal is definitely happening here. I can't work here anymore. So here's the thing. I was going to quit on Monday. It's a true story. But I ended up getting fired on Friday. Now, that sounds like a sad end to this story. However, I was going to quit and get nothing out of it. I ended up getting fired and getting two months severance and unemployment. So that's, ladies and gentlemen, is what we call a miracle, all right? What have we learned from this? Hard work never pays off. Just do nothing. It'll work out. Somebody will take care of it. The last job I had before this, um, I remember quitting. It was like right when COVID started. And you know what's crazy? That when you give your two weeks notice, they still give you work. It's insane. I was like, uh, this. I was on a call, and this guy goes, hey, can you get this done for me by the end of today? And I said, you know what? Go fuck yourself, all right? I got one foot out the door. I'm never going to see you people ever again. Why should I do this for you now? And then I unmuted myself, and I said, sure, yeah, I'll get it done. So that's sort of, you know, it's the kind of man I am. I, uh, I got my very first massage ever the other day, and uh, I was excited, you know, because massages should relieve tension, but also... Nothing makes me more tense than a strange man with a ponytail putting his hands all over my body. He was uh, really buff, had an Austrian accent. I got worried. What kind of Eastern European technique is he going to try to pull on me? Here's what he did. He's working on my neck and shoulders. Right at one point, he takes his hand, a single hand, puts it around my neck just like this, and he squeezes tightly like he's choking me. And I thought, oh, my God. I've never felt more secure and more in danger at the same time. Get why people are into this now sexually, you know? Later on, he's working on my back. He presses the spot on my back, and my whole body jolted. Now, in my head, I go, oh, no, what was that? And then out loud, he goes, oh, no, what was that? And I was like, what do you mean, what was that? What was that? Aren't you the professional here? And then he just stayed quiet and ignored that spot for the whole rest of the session. When we were done, he was like, how did that feel? I said, I've been pancaking for the last 20 minutes. What's wrong with my back? How do you think I feel? Also, I think I'm into choking now. That was on today's agenda, okay? He gave me a coupon for a free session. I'm going to go back next week. I'll let you know how the story finishes out. 
I love this guy. Oh my god. I feel like you're you're definitely a massage guy. You love you you know all the rubbing tugs in the Midtown area. You got like a you got like nine stamps on a stamp card right now. You ready for the next one? I uh I got I got cast. Well no, I got asked to audition for this dating show uh, a couple months ago. Um, they found me online. I was pretty flattered by it. Like they saw my Instagram and thought, oh he's handsome, he's charming. And then the casting director was like, no, we just thought you could use a girlfriend. And uh, so a whole process is super serious. It's a game show. Uh, a lady asks you, a woman asks you questions. So then they start, I try to make it as interesting as possible. They start to ask me questions the woman would ask me on the show. I try to give them the most nonsense answers I could come up with. Question one, if you could date any celebrity, who would it be? My answer, Elizabeth Warren. That was the first name that came to mind. Uh, second question, if you can compare your love life to any movie, which movie would it be? I said Avengers Endgame, and I don't even really know what that means, but they went along with every single thing I said. And then eventually the questions got way more intimate. She goes, uh, what three words would you say to me the morning after our first night together? And I really had to pause and think about it, and eventually I said the Uber's here, and I'm pretty sure I nailed it, guys. So look out for me next month on ABC. That's it for me. You guys have been great. Thank you so much. Give it up one more time for Raul Pandeya, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Next comic coming up, please give it up. This is one of my favorite guys. I've seen this guy perform all over the city. Please give it up for Rashawn Mangu, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. Hey, how we doing? Yeah, man. Thank you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. How we feeling today? How we feeling today? Good. I'm glad y'all doing all right. I'm glad y'all doing all right. Uh, I'm feeling like shit, man. I just got out of a relationship. Just got out of a relationship. Uh, I think. Uh, I think I got a relationship. I say I think because it wasn't really a relationship, right? It was more of like a two-year, one-night stand. You know what I mean? My man in the back knows what's up. Yeah. He ain't shit either. Uh, listen, I didn't even know I was in a relationship for half of it. You know how I found out I was in a relationship? I overheard her on the phone with her mom. She was like, mom, I told you, I can't today. Hanging out with my boyfriend. I was like, yo, what the fuck? This bitch got a boyfriend? Like, when the fuck was she gonna tell me, man? You know what I mean? We've been Netflix and chilling for like two years now. That's like mad seasons of Fuller House, nigga. Like, that is fucking... Hard to keep it up during Fuller House. Um, I don't know, man. I'm trying to work on my goals, man. I'm trying to work on my goals. Trying to like fucking improve myself. One of my goals, I want to dress a little better, a little neater, a little sharper. Only problem with that is every time I go clothes shopping, something happens that irritates the fuck out of me. Right? Last week I went to Old Navy, just wanted shirt, pants, grab them, go to the register. I hand a guy a hundred dollar bill. Do you know that this motherfucker had the nerve to check it, like to see if it's real? I'm like, of course it's real, motherfucker. You think if I was printing up my own money, I'd be shopping at Old Navy? Yeah, man. Like, I'm gonna risk federal prison time for some fleece sweaters, you know what I'm saying? You imagine me in jail? Nigga, what you in here for? Double homicide. Nigga, what you in here for? Boyfriend jeans. Like, that shit is not... Fuck that, man. I don't know, man, I'm fucking, uh, I'm trying to fucking, Get better goals, man. I got weird goals. Like, one of my goals is I just want to make enough money so that the women I date know that the word isn't pronounced salmon. 
You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Because some of y'all know what I'm talking about, right? It's a class thing, man. Like, you ever take a woman out to, like, P.F. Chang's and shit, and she orders the Szechuan Salmon? I'm like, really, bitch? That's what you think that says? <laughs> so let me get this straight. You can pronounce the word Szechuan. But salmon is fucking you up, bitch. Get the fuck out of here. The L is silent. We are grown now. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm trying to stay away from fucking uh, television and shit. There's too many conspiracies out here. Way too many fucking conspiracies. Uh, like, there's like, what are some of them that we got? We got like the Vax conspiracy, QAnon, Flat Earth. You know, that shit's still out there. Uh, I don't know if any of those are true, but there is one conspiracy I'm certain of. There's one I'm certain of. I'm what you call a Stevie Wonder truther. Yeah. Because that motherfucker's not blind, yo. I promise you. I promise you. He's not. Let's look at some of the evidence, right? This is the guy that wrote and performed for years the song, Isn't She Lovely? Yeah, that one. I'm like, nigga, is she? And how the fuck would he know? You know what I'm saying? More evidence, right? More evidence. I seen a picture of Michael Jack of Stevie Wonder taking a picture of Michael Jackson in a museum. Who in the fuck gives a blind guy a camera? You know what I mean? And more fucking evidence, right? Fucking what is he doing in the fucking museum in the first place? You know they don't let you touch the art. You know what I'm saying? More evidence, right? Fucking Stevie Wonder on the regular goes to the NBA games. And he sits courtside. You mean to tell me that Stevie Wonder could tell the difference between the shoe squeaks of the Golden State Warriors and the shoe squeaks of the New York Knicks? You know what I mean? Like Steph Curry hits a move like squeak, squeak. And Stevie Wonder sitting there like, <laughs> got him. You know? Fuck you, Stevie. That's not how fucking basketball works, man. I don't know. Uh, I just moved here from San Francisco, uh, from the Bay Area, you know. Fucking, uh, I had to get out of San Francisco, man. People didn't really understand, like, too many people stopped understanding what regular slang is, right? Not like drug dealer thick slang, but like regular slang, right? I was in the mission, right? I fucking saw this guy with a tutu on, polka dot tights, throwing the fuck up in front of a bar, right? So I go up to him, I'm like, yo, yo, son, like, you straight, yo? Like, you straight? Now he looks at me with throw up all over his face. And he was like, no, I'm gay. I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah, man, the tutu gave that shit away. You know what I mean? Like, but that's not the part that made me mad, right? That's not the part that made me mad. What made me mad is like, you thought I walked all the way over here just to ask you about your sexual identity, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm kicking it across the street with my niggas and shit. I'm like, yo, son, hey, yo, son. You see the nigga in the dress, yo? Nah, nigga, the nigga in the dress, yo. Let's go ask him if he's gay, man. Come on. Nah, son, I need backup. Come on, you know? I don't know, man. I was in another part of the city, man, and fucking... I was in another part of the city. I dropped my wallet, right? Dropped my wallet. Homie comes up. He gives it to me. He's like, yo, dropped your wallet. I was like, thanks, thanks. Good looking, good looking, right? He goes, um, thanks, you're pretty good looking too. And I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit at all. But then he was like, coffee? And I was like, 
bet, you know. <laughs> Let a nigga get a latte, you feel me? Um <laughs> My nigga like massages, he like lattes. My nigga's in here, bro. This my man's having a St. Patty's Day for sure. Uh, I don't know, man, fuck it up before I get out of here. I just fucking wanna uh you know, I just fucking feel like just trying to do better, man. Fucking, uh, I'm trying to stay off the internet, you know? Like, internet is a mean place, right? Fucking, this is a real story. It really happened. I fucking seen a post. This guy was like, yo, if you could have sex with anybody in the world, who would it be, right? This one guy was real heartfelt. He was like, yo, if I could have sex with anybody in the world, it'd be my dead wife, you know? She passed a couple years ago. I miss her, right? I'd do anything to feel that fucking connection with her just one more time. I was like, this is fucking touching. Up until I fucking saw the next post. This next fucking guy was like, well, in that case, I want to fuck his dead wife, too. And I was like, I'm logging off. Thank you, guys. I'm Rashawn Mungle. Give it up for your host. Give it up one more time for Rashawn. Give it up one more time. The next comic coming up, very funny female. I'm just about to mix the game up. Please give it up for Valerie Vanell, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, don't fucking stop. Keep it going for me. The only female in the second half. By the way, were y'all here when the first wave of people was here? It felt like a clan meeting met up with a Black Panthers meeting, and I'm the bitch name. You know what I mean? But I'm like the social worker named Unity that's half black, half white. We're all coming together. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, here's the thing. I am half black and half white. My, my, my dad's white. My mom's black. They got divorced during the OJ trial. Long story. We're not doing it. We're not fucking doing it. But the point is, a lot of people do think biracial people are all on that like unity shit. And I'm like, nah, dog. I've been briefed on whiteness. I know too much. You know what I mean? I know too fucking much. Like, like, and the thing is, is like, I, it's, it's not that I hate white people. I'm sorry. Are you white? Okay. Just the tattoos. Can you just like let me check them real quick on camera just to make sure I'm safe? No. Um. No, um, the thing is, I don't, like, hate white people. It's just, like, I don't trust. You know what I mean? I don't trust y'all. Because you guys, like, lean in sometimes and give me a little too much advice or, or a little bit too much. Like, my dad, right? Like, he was trying to, like, tell me about, like, negotiating at my job. And I was like, do you see this hair, dog? Like, this is not, this is not, like, get a raise hair. That, like, that's just not what it is. You know what I mean? This is, like, maybe they'll have shea butter in the bathroom hair. You know what I mean? Like, at the job. Some of y'all know the vibes. Have you ever walked into a white bathroom where they have cocoa butter and you go, this is a setup. This is a fucking trap, dog. It's a fucking trap. Can I talk a little bit of shit because my roommate's not here? And I know this is live streaming, but it's not too many people. Yo, I'm like fucking pissed because, okay, like I'm trying to put my pussy on a redemption road, okay? I'm trying to be celibate because I've cheated on people and I, and I want to like, you know, okay, wow. Okay. Is it the cardigan that makes me look a little too wholesome to do it? Because I'll fucking do it, dog. I'll fucking break spirits on Hinge. That's my only goal. Um, no, but I'm trying to be celibate. And my roommate, she starts yelling at me. She goes, Valerie, I'm giving you about April, okay, to get back out there hoeing. And I was like, why, dog? And she goes, because your pussy going to get clogged. And she didn't say your pussy is going to get clogged. She said your pussy going to get clogged. And I was like, you're from France. Why are you talking like that? And I go, what the fuck is my pussy going to get clogged with, bitch? Just dreams? You know what I mean? Open space? I don't understand. And the thing is, like, she's had, 
She's had seven motherfucking yeast infections in one month, dog. Seven. And I go, bitch, you can't like have more yeast than a sourdough starter. You know what I'm saying? And talk to me about my pussy gonna get clogged. You know what I mean? And then she has all these remedies and shit that she's looking up and she's like, yo, I gotta stick coconut oil with, with, a, with fucking tea tree oil up my pussy. And that shit works better than the medication. I'm like, so you've made the medication like not work. And now, is it the coconut oil from the second shelf or the third shelf, bitch? Because I got to know which one you're using. And I'm just like, bitch, your pussy's a bread bowl. You know what I mean? Like, your pussy is a bread bowl. It smells like boudins in this bitch. Put some clam chowder in it. That's what you need to do. Just turn upside down, clam chowder. Okay, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of energy. Um, Does anyone else know why we're not using pedophiles to find missing children? Just want to know. All right, this is, this is, the. it's too black of a room now. Black people are just concerned. They're like, okay. Oh, by the way, someone did mention Michael Jackson. I'm like, why don't we have Neverland Ranch dressing? That's also a question. I would eat that shit so fast. Everybody in here would eat that shit. If there was like nuggets with some Neverland Ranch and bubbles on the packaging, I don't know, that's just me, okay. No, it is Women's Month, I, I <laughs> right? Wouldn't that be funny if it was just like, like okay, I'm, I'm gonna say too much shit on camera. I'm not trying to get canceled, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a substitute teacher, and, and this fucking sucks because sometimes I do wanna push the kids in front of a shooter, just, you know what I mean? Like, there's this one bitch in my school, old school, named Shayna, fuck it, okay, fuck it. I'm getting canceled, her name's Shayna. The bitch was, like, I'm five foot seven. She was six foot two. And I'm like, what the fuck are they feeding you? Like goat's milk or some shit? Because you're too big for the sixth grade. Like it's just crazy. It's just crazy. And so they all have to wear masks and then I have to be the person. And I look like this, I'm so cute. And I have to go up to Shayna and be like, pull your, pull your mask up. And she just looks down at me and she goes, nah, bitch, not today. And I'm like, you're right, Shayna, it's all you. But then they had that TikTok challenge. They had that TikTok school shooter challenge. And I was like, Shayna, it's on, bitch. It's on. One, one fucking misstep, and it's boom, 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 TikTok challenge. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what's happening. All right, it's too angry. It's too angry. Everything I do sounds like a rally. <laughs> Thank you, dog. By the way, by the way, it is Women's Month, and would you agree with me that women don't have great heroes? Would you agree? Like, all of our heroes... All of our heroes have to be perfect, you know what I mean? Like Michelle Obama, like what did she do? She never sucked a dick on the dance floor, you know what I mean? She's perfect. But when I was growing up, I had a hero, her name was Xena Warrior Princess. You remember Xena? Xena was the shit. Dude, you wanna know why Xena was the shit? Because she made the God of War cry with her pussy. That's what she did, okay? All right. Don't get too fucking excited because you don't know about female comics, you know what I mean? I could be the next Dave Chappelle or the next Bill Cosby. Watch your drink, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. No, but I, I always want to know, like, who's the real-life Xena? Because we need more than fictional characters. You know what I mean? And I'm like, what about Lorena Bobbitt? You know what I mean? <laughs> Lorena Bobbitt. Okay, the, the females in the room know this person. For the rest of you that don't know, it's edutainment now. Okay, this is the Reading Rainbow. I'm LeVar Burton, all right? You ready for this in the back? All right, Lorena Bobbitt, okay, been known as a pioneer, social justice warrior. What happened was, what happened was she had a problem and she solved it, okay? That's the narrative. She had a problem and she solved it. How? What was the problem? Husband was abusing her, right? Husband was abusing her. And then she cut his dick off, okay? She cut his dick off. Every time I tell this joke, niggas go, ooh, she cut the dick off. And it's like, it's like, it's like only if you're beating a bitch up do we chibity chop. That's it. That's the rule. 
There was a lot of love tap jokes in this room. Nigga, find me after the show. How about that? How about that? I look like a school teacher, but I'll teach you something, all right? Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I get angry. I should eat before I do shows. You know what I mean? I'm not me when I don't have a Snickers. Anyway, I just wish, here's, okay, there's less black women in the room. Um, here's the thing. I feel like, with all due respect to Maya Angelou and Harriet Tubman, Bobby was robbed for the fucking money. I really feel like Bobby was robbed for the money because I think every nigga should have to go to an ATM before he goes to the strip club and get Bobby dollars. That's what the fuck I think. Yeah, her on the front, butcher knife on the back. Let's make it fucking rain tonight, okay? Anyway, that's my time, y'all. Give it up for your hosts. Give it up one more time for the funny Valerie. Oh my goodness. The next comic coming to the stage, a very good friend of mine, good brother. I perform with this guy like all over the city. Please give it up for my man, Ahmed Abdul Rahman, ladies and gentlemen. Clap it up. Let's go. Make some noise. Hey, what's up, guys? How we doing? All right. There we go. Real quick, I just want to address what uh, Valerie said. She was talking about somebody's pussy making the God of War cry. Uh, I, I just want to say real quick, I like that's not impressive to me because I cry when I get pussy, period. All right. Like every time I'm like, what? I never thought it would happen again. What? Oh, my God. This was totally worth the money. Hell yeah. This is some great pussy every time. <laughs> Oh my God, I keep the receipt. I'm like, this is proof right here. I show it to everybody, like my dad. I'm like, yeah, nigga, I got herpes. What's up? No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just looking around. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get pussy like that. I don't. I'm trying to get uh, herpes. I'm trying to get herpes so people can know that I'm not a virgin um, because this, this hoodie isn't really telling that story. All right. Like, okay, this has got really weird, huh? But it's all good. It's St. Patrick's Day, whatever. My last name's Abdurrahman. That's an Irish last name. I'm just kidding. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm just fucking around. I'm I'm glad to be doing this though, because like this this really changed up, like for real. Like the first show, packed out, full of white people, and then when they saw how many black people were coming up here, they were like, "Nope, it's not February. We are out." That shit was great. <laughs> Hell yes. There we go. I'm glad the white guy was like, "Yeah, I, I should have went with them." Like this. <laughs> you like the jacket? No. Nah. There, well, we already moved past it, but it's all good. Hey, you know what? I It's for me. It's for me. It's as good as a wedding ring. If a girl gives me herpes, I'm like, fuck it, we're married. Like, it's, herpes are forever. I know, right? See, thank you. Somebody's on board with me. Look, whatever. I Thank you. Thank you so much. This just lets you know, and everybody watching at home, I really don't get laid a lot, all right? So that's... I'm glad to be here, though, man. I, before I moved out to New York, I wanted to give back to my community, uh, my community. But then the community broke into my car like five times. So <laughs> they took everything I had. And I was like, "You guys could have waited." I was literally on my way to you. Like, what the fuck, man? The community I'm from. I'm from Oakland, California. It's home of the Black Panthers and white girls with dreads. Uh, we got a lot of those. Uh, now I live in Brooklyn, which is just the same thing, except now I live next to my favorite rappers. Like, it's the same. Exactly. It's like the only difference, you know. What's the difference between Oakland and you know Brooklyn? Uh, the birthstone. We got that. That's it. We got sapphire over here. That that's what it is. I love I love being here in New York, man. I it's been great. I, I got robbed by a guy wearing a Jordans and Naruto headband. That shit was great. Jordans and a Naruto headband. He saw this and thought we had beef, man. He took my shit and ran off like this. 
That's what I love about New York. You can be a, a thug and a nerd at the same time, man. It's fucking great. Like, I love it out here. My parents aren't from America, though. My parents are from this country called Sudan. You know, it's a little, it's a little country right next to Ireland. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the African part of Ireland. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> My, Sudan is a Muslim country in Africa, so I'm an African Muslim, man. And I, I, like, I grew up in America. Uh, like, I, I can speak Arabic. That's the language we speak over there. That's only been useful one time in my life. I was racially profiled. I went over to the liquor store, and there's two Arab guys working there. They saw me walk in, and then they start speaking to each other in Arabic. They're like, Shufu mumkin minana. Shufu. What that means is, watch this black boy over here, because he might try to rob us. Watch us. So I went up to the counter, and I said, Adini kurgrush, ya shramuta. And what that means is, give me all your money, bitch. There we go. There we go. See, now we forgot all about the herpes thing. There we go. <laughs> I know. He's like, no, I didn't forget it. I still got it. Like, <laughs> I'm just looking around, man. Oh, man. You know, you know something, man? I'm, I'm glad we're, we're here doing this, man. Like, I, I'm sober, so I don't, I don't drink. I, I used to drink, though. I used to get fucked up. But this is how I knew I had to quit because I would black out. Last time I blacked out, man, when I came to, uh, I was getting whipped by this white woman who kept calling me her slave. And, I know. I, it was not. It was not how one is. Yo, it was not how one celebrate Juneteenth, y'all. I was like, this is not <laughs> how we're supposed to celebrate this day. I know. Like, I was so fucked up. I didn't know the safe word, so I just yelled out, "Let me speak to your manager." And she stopped because that was a safe word. That was it. <laughs> I know. This. Is, I would never do this joke in Harlem. Uh, <laughs> Like, oh man, with all those black women, those black women are beautiful too, man. But I feel like I I, I don't dress well enough. I, I look at I, I look at them and I'm like, man, I need a chain or something, you know? I need like that. Like I'd be like, you know, I need need that vibranium. I gotta come up there like, how you doing, Queen? Like that's how I gotta come. The Wakanda Forever shit. I, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. This is how we say this is how we say hello in Black Irish. This is <laughs> all right. I uh I, I I sobered up man, but I I used to get really fucked up like back in the day. Like I, I'm a nerd, right? Uh, but like I wasn't I wasn't always just like a, a dorky ass dude. Like when I was in high school, I, that's when I started getting fucked up. I used to do ecstasy every day for two years straight, two years straight. Yeah, and I was like I was such a nerd. I didn't do it at parties. I would just do it before class, like the whole time. I'd be in geometry, just sweating the whole time, guys. <laughs> They'd be like, we're talking about cute angles. I'm like, yes, we are. Like, it was great. I actually got kicked out of three high schools. The last high school I got kicked out of was for a lot of reasons. But one of the reasons they said was because I smelled like weed. But what they didn't know was that the day where they were expelling me, I was also high on mushrooms, y'all. It was fucking great. It was the first time I did mushrooms. It was the first time I got kicked out of school by a pink gorilla. It was fucking great. <laughs> she was beating her chest the whole time. I'm like, oh. <laughs> She's like, you'll never make it. I'm like, here I am doing comedy in the living room. What are you talking about? I am making it right fucking now. Ah, uh, man. You know, first uh, being such a being such a dork, man. I like I. Here's the thing. I never liked going outside. I, d I didn't like going out. I'm a, I've always been a nerd. You know, my parents always wanted me to go out and, like, you know, do things. My dad's African, and so he thought I couldn't be a man until I caught Ebola. Uh, so, <laughs> so he sent me to Africa. That's exactly what he did. And, like, I hated it, man, because the power cut out. It's hard to be a nerd when you got to wait, like, three weeks for the power to come back on. I couldn't play Nintendo. I had to do third world games, like, marbles and shit. Like, I had to... <laughs> 
I have to play marbles, man. You know, like, I'm a geek, man. I don't want to play marbles in the sun, man. And I, my, my, like, Sudan is in the Sahara Desert. So, like, we're outside, and it's fucking hot all the time. And, like, we'd, like the only thing we do is play marbles and soccer barefoot, all right? And this sucks to play soccer barefoot because when you're out there in the heat all day and it's just sand, it, your feet start to smell like chicken, and you get a little hungry. Like, this <laughs> There we go. All right. So, two people like that. I... That joke is a work in progress, all right? It's funny, right? It's funny to me. I'm just saying, I got a, I got an answer after I get off, though. Uh, you had a question, I heard it. But, look, I, I just, I like Africa. I do. I, I think it's a great place. But I don't want to go back until I don't have to use a generator to charge my iPhone, all right? Like, it's, I'm a nerd at the end of the day, I, at the end of the day. I'm going to leave you guys with one more thing. Um, I know this is, uh, what is it, St. Patrick's Day? I know this is St. Patrick's Day, yeah. I hope you guys do have a good time drinking, man. I I really did have to, like, quit drinking, man, because, like, one of the other reasons why I quit drinking, I'm going to tell you right now, was because, like, I used to drink and drive. I, like I'm, I'm from California. We actually drive cars out there. Here, I know you guys take the train. But I used to get, like, fucked up, man. I One time I took... 12 shots of Hennessy, and then I did cocaine so I can drive Uber, and it was a great <laughs> fucking night. All right, I hope you got. I hope you guys watching at home like me. If not, don't worry. I don't give a fuck. You guys have been great. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Give it up one more time for my man Ahmed. Yes, coming to the stage, the very funny, hilarious Jonesy Kenora, ladies and gentlemen, Jonesy. Right, right. Do these lights make me look light-skinned? Yeah? I look in the way I do. I have to be very careful about using the word. The N-word. Uh, my neighbor, Nigel, thinks it's okay to use the N-word. I shouldn't even be using the word Nigel with, with this face. It's too adjacent. I'm just a nincompoop. Nonsense. These are safe words. Guys, I have a very white girlfriend. Oh, how white is she, you ask? Well, here's how white she is. She got mad at me for bringing home the wrong kind of kale. That's white. That's some pink nipple whiteness. Pink nipples, pink asshole, pink vagina. Yeah, she, she's uh, she's white. She's an American mutt. Uh, I'm I'm a I'm a purebred Swede, so you know we keep our bits a little more tan, a little more flavorful. Somebody thought I was Puerto Rican one time. I was like, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Pants off? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> Uncut gems. Uncut gems. Uh, I'm always talking about my foreskin because, you know, we're in New York. A lot of Jews here. I love my Jews. I love my Jews. Um, the Jews. Apparently, if you got, if you got to kill a lot of Jews, you got to put a ring on it. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a long story with, with sealing wax involved. Um, my girlfriend wants me to do things. Top of the list is go to therapy. I know, right? It's like, fuck. I mean, wha at what point, when you're talking to a therapist, wha at what point do they feel obligated to contact law enforcement? Where do you cross the line? I think 
I mean, maybe I should do therapy. But first, I think, first things first, I have to kill my parents. Kill them with kindness. Uh, actually, I looked up on Amazon. They, they sell samurai swords. The brand is kindness. But they're just display swords, so they're very blunt. So that involves a lot of hacking. A lot of hacking and stabbing. And then we can go to therapy after that point. Um, I don't know. I keep, I keep talking about therapy. One of these days, I'm going to come up here and say, I'm in therapy. And I don't want to do the Zoom thing. I want to do the face-to-face. -face. You know, I want to I wanna scare the man. Or I'm assuming it's going to be a man. Because, you know, I don't know, if talking to women about this kind of shit that's going on, I don't know. It's got to be a man. A brave man. How brave? Hollywood brave. You ever, you ever heard about these people that get paid millions of dollars to, you know, some beautiful blonde chick gets paid millions of dollars to play an ugly psycho bitch. Like a monster, right? I don't know. Bravery can take different forms. I see bravery on the Bowery. I saw this dude. I, I'm assuming he was homeless because he was taking a shit in between four lanes of traffic. Um, Look, looking just like this is what I do. This is my this is my normal day to day thing. I don't really have an inside bathroom. I just go right in between traffic, where I am seen. People start to recognize me. I feel like that guy's brave. You know, he's wearing his shit stained sweatpants and his hand me down Jordans, perfect hairline. He's brave. He's a role model for me, cause uh, I can't even piss indoors if somebody's standing next to me. I, it just doesn't work. Um, you guys keep up with current affairs? Yeah? Just to clarify, it is called LaCroix and the Ukraine. The Ukraine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it is St. Patty's Day. I'm, I'm not drinking. I haven't drunk since, uh, since January. Um, but, you know, Donald Trump likes, likes his white Russians, you know? You know that? But he doesn't drink alcohol, right? No Kahlua, no collusions, just milk. Some, yeah. <laughs> Doing all right, Wavy? Was that a minute? Yeah? All right. I got to step back, step back from the edge. <laughs> got to step back from the edge. All right. I'm feeling frazzled, but uh, you know what used to keep me calm was doing Krav Maga. Krav Maga, you know what that is, guys? has nothing to do with keeping America great again. Uh, it is a uh, defense fighting tactic, 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 tic tacs, tactics, devised by the Israeli Defense Force. Um, it's but you can you can disarm somebody with your hands. Somebody comes out at you with a knife or a gun, you can just disarm them. It it looks like magic tricks. If you YouTube this shit, it's like magic. But basically, what what Krav Maga translates to from uh, um, from Hebrew to English is. I wish a motherfucker would. <laughs> Give it up one more time for my man Josie. Yes, yes, yes. This next comic coming to the stage. Very funny, brother. I work with this guy a lot. Please give it up for my man Sam Haddis, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. Oh, my God. Thank you. How are you guys doing? 
All right, all right. This is fun. I like I like this bar. I like this bar. I like this. It's got the green for St. Patrick's Day. I like that. That's fun. That's very energizing for me. I like this. This is good. Uh, let's make this quick, though. I only have a 15-minute break from selling weed in Washington Square Park to be here, so let's have some fun while we're here. How about that, folks? You know, it is an election year. You know, I'm not going to ask who you guys are voting for. That would be very rude of me to ask that. Because I don't know who's running or what they're running for, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be an Ethiopian guy that wins the whole thing. We're very good at long distance. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know who I'm voting for. I've never really voted before. I did vote once, but that was because someone paid me to. I got a text that said, vote for me, $2,000 for you, Joe Biden. And does anybody have his Venmo? Because he still owes me $1,400. Yeah, I don't know who I'm voting for. I don't know. It's this. Because voting is very confusing to me. Like, imagine this. It's election day, and you go to your polling location, and then you go vote. You close the curtain, and you cast your ballot. But you don't tell anybody who you voted for, and you don't take a picture of your ballot either. We have laws against that in this country. But then you walk outside, and a bunch of people holding cameras and microphones walk up, and you say, so, hey. Yeah, I don't, I'm, you know, I just get confused by what politicians are talking about. Because they use ideas I've never heard before to get you interested in things that you don't really care about. Like, if I was a politician, I would use one thing to get your vote. I would use Star Wars. You guys seen Star Wars? Doesn't matter which movie, they're all the same. White people in space, gold gay robot. They're all the same. Listen, that gold gay robot was in more movies than Darth Vader. I don't appreciate that, okay? <laughs> I don't like seeing more gold characters than black ones. Who is that representation for the self-driving cars? There are no gold people in this country. <laughs> so this is how I get your vote. I would say don't vote for my opponent, okay? Because he wants to use small-dollar donations, grassroots support, and the dark side of the force to build a planet-destroying space station to the illegal immigrants into this country. Vote Sam. I have not said what I'm voting for, but don't worry. It's, it's, he uses a red lightsaber. He's a bad guy. You should vote for me. It is St. Patrick's Day. We should stop celebrating this holiday. Because holidays are for, like, oppressed minority groups, not people who become police officers now. Like, we only have holidays for oppressed groups, like Indigenous People's Day, Native Americans. The Working Class, Labor Day. Homeless People, Veterans Day. But Irish people, they're white now. What's wrong? They're American as, like, Entenmann's apple pie. They went from Leprechaun Lane to Blue Lives Matter. They don't need this day anymore. You guys don't believe me. I like that. I am a I am a New Yorker. It's I'm but I'm I'm New York tough. You know I'm like I'm like hot dog water. I'm tough. Nothing's gonna get me. Nothing's gonna get through me. Not even a hot dog. I'm tough. There's a lot of bad things about New York, like the MTA, the police, the mayor. Those are all those are all not that bad. You can deal with those. Like train delays. Listen, I don't know about you guys. I don't want to go to work at all. I don't care how late the train is. The cops, they're very dangerous to black people. Here's what you do to stay safe if you're a black person. Keep your mask on, your hands up, they'll never know you're black. Listen, what they don't know can't hurt you. And the mayor, I don't know what's worse about Eric Adams, that he used to be a cop or he used to be black. But either, both of those is terrible. <laughs> but those are all pretty fine. Those are all manageable things you can deal with. But the worst thing about New York is the New York Knicks, the worst basketball team in the history of the word basketball. They're bad. They're very bad, like, because I have two identities. I have to support these people. I have, I'm a black New Yorker, and there are black people all over the world doing amazing things. The Knicks just lost for a third time in a row this week again. 
they're so bad, and I have to support them. And they're New York's only basketball team, if you think about it. Like, the Nets, they're fine. But listen, think about this. Like, when the Yankees lose, people say baseball is dead in New York. No one says, yeah, but what if the Mets start winning? The Harlem Globetrotters, they don't play basketball. They play with basketballs. The Knicks are our only team, and they're so bad. They're so bad. Like, it makes it, like, I was talking to my chiropractor about the Knicks. I don't know why either. And the vaccine. I don't know why either. Like, I work at a dance studio. He went to chiropractic school. Neither of us know anything about actual medicine. And he said, hey, have you heard this news story about the Knicks? I said, no, what, Dr. Backcrack? He said, every single Nick has to be vaccinated or they can't play. And they can't play until so they come back to Madison Square Garden with vaccination proof. And then he said, oh, yeah, that's probably why the Knicks are losing now. Now. Losing now. That's the problem with the New York Knicks. Did you guys know that all the really, really good players are anti-vax on principle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The really, really good Knicks, they believe in really, really, really bad science. I mean, that explains why Stephen... Bang, bang. But that explains why Stephen A. Smith's so mad about the Knicks all the time. Like, like, like during the game... Look at... Look at Kembe Walker miss that three-pointer again. Do you know what his problem is? Too many antibodies in his wrist. They show up your shot right there, young blood. <laughs> Halftime. Look at Grant Morrison over there. He, he has a CDC patch on his jersey. We are not the New York Fauci's. Come on. Post-game analysis. Derrick Rose rubbing his arm in the fourth quarter every single time. You can't hold up a championship trophy with only one hand. No booster shot. He prefaced that whole thing with, have you heard the news about the Knicks? Listen, you can only have one headline about the New York Knicks. Explosion at Madison Square Garden. Shitty basketball team dies in fire. They're that bad. Bang, bang. I got a... I thought about not getting the vaccine. I got it, though. Relax. I just didn't trust how fast they made a cure for a new disease. It's very suspicious timing. Like... You guys know when your iPhone acts up and then you get texts from Apple saying, hey, do you need a new iPhone? It's very suspicious. And I'm just sitting there like, how did they get this number? I stole this phone. Who gave them this? I trust science. I don't trust scientists, though. Scientists are very, very bad people. They do very, very bad things. Like, think about this. For every Jonas Salk trying to make kids with polio walk, there was a bunch of guys in Tuskegee, Alabama saying, what if we gave a bunch of black people syphilis and then didn't tell them? What would happen? What would happen? Yeah, exactly. Would they die or would they become white? Because either way, problem solved. And that's what scientists did in the, t the 20th century. Now the 21st century, scientists do even worse things. Now they make Marvel movies. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, Black Panther is America's third greatest sin. Wakanda, no times. Okay, I want reparations, not a fucking movie. With a bunch of guys that went to Howard and like, this is for you guys. Who is this for? That's why my favorite science is the only science that has nothing to do with actual people. It's called zoology. The study of animals, bang, bang, by people who fail to become doctors. All right, keep it going for your host. Keep it going. You guys are great. Give it up one more time for my man, Sam. Yeah, the next comic we got coming to the stage. Please give it up for my man, Pumpkin Escobar. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go. I wasn't ready for that at all. Um, I just I just need to let you you guys know beforehand. Uh, 
I've had really bad gas for like two days. Yo, gastro gastrointestinally right now, I'm pretty fucked up. But I live for this shit. I stand on it. That sounded good, but man, let me tell you. I just farted right now. That's all behind me, though. Um, I don't know if you guys are aware, but I'm beginning to think that Beat Bobby Flay is rigged. Like, like, how could, how, how do the judges not know which plate is Bobby Flay's? No matter what the fuck the dish is that they have to make, Bobby's shit is gonna have tomatillos and Fresno chilies in it. I don't give a fuck if it's ice cream. Bobby Flay does not never use Fresno chilies. I saw Bobby Flay beat a motherfucking Korean guy in a kimchi battle. And I was like, this is bullshit. And Bobby Flay be cooking and he be and they be asking the question, he be like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I had kimchi eleven times in my entire life. But he be but and he be winning. And I'm like, this is bullshit. There's no way that that shit's real. But, you know, it's all entertainment. It's all shits and giggles, shenanigans, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I don't know how real anything is. Like, I just I just had a birthday, right? I just turned 52. Um, and uh, I've been thinking about it. Uh, one of the things that I've always, like, like, I didn't used to say my age because young motherfuckers always like to call a motherfucker old head. Like, and, and it's like, it's, it's wild backhanded. I'm like, yo, first of all, you know, they be like, it's wild backhanded. Yes, you, with your Knicks hat. With your Knicks hat, I'm 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 old enough to know not to wear a fucking Knicks hat. I've 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 yo I've lived through so many incarnations of the Knicks. You still got hope. I don't have I I know the fuck better. I know better. You are gonna have enough birthdays. You are gonna understand one day. Um, I'm just like I'm just like I don't. Like, I don't want people to ask me shit. Don't ask me shit. I don't know anything. I used to be a dude that people would like, like people who grew up with me, they'd be like, yo, ask Pumpkin shit. Pumpkin knows shit. He's smart. I am not smart. Everything that I used to know is invalid today. Everything's fucking invalid. I don't know shit about shit. Don't ask me shit. Only if you're asking me shit, I'm looking at you sideways because I think you're trying to get me in. You're trying to get me in trouble. You're trying to get me in trouble because you know. Look, I'm at that age. Some of my views they don't jibe. They don't. They don't. They don't register with 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 you know with the with the with the zeitgeist of the young people. So I, I use words like zeitgeist. What the fuck I do? I'm like I, I watch Jeopardy and shit. Don't do it. I'll be, I'll be crushing Jeopardy, man. Shit. Uh, I boycotted Jeopardy, though, because they jerked my man LeVar Burton around on some bullshit. 
So I was like, yo, man, fuck this show, man. It was trash. I'm over trying to be a better person. I'm, I, I gave that shit up. I'm, I'm like, I'm not trying. There's too many people on social media trying to prove that they're better than you. And I'm like, all right, yo, you know what? You fucking got it. You got it. You are better than me. I don't give a fuck. It's over. Like, like, what are you getting? You win some shit being better than me? You're not winning shit being better than me. I didn't even finish college. What are you going to get? What the fuck you going to get? I feel like that just kind of like brought the room down. I'm not trying to depress y'all. I'm just saying, I'm just saying being better than me isn't going to win you anything. And I can see through your bullshit. It's mostly y'all millennials. And y'all, yo, let me tell you, millennials, y'all are bad. But the zennials, them little motherfuckers coming up after y'all, those motherfuckers are the fucking worst. They want to be the best at everything. They want to be right about every fucking thing. And I'm like, you can't. You can't be right about every fucking thing. It's just impossible. Somebody's going to be like, something like, I, I can see it right now. Some little motherfucking center you talk about, save the mosquitoes. They're part of the fucking ecosystem. They have to bite you. Fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of my face with stupid shit. That's all I'm saying. I'm like, yo, I like the other day. I'm like, let, let, let me tell you something. I don't give a fuck about what's going on over there in Russia and Ukraine. I don't. It don't, like, yo. How much fucking Russian gas are we using that the gas is all crazy because these niggas started a fight? How much gas are we really using over here? How much Russian gas are we using that the price is going through the fucking roof? Gas is like $9 in California. It don't affect me either, but I'm saying none of it, none of the gas shit affects me. I'm a subway rider. I'm not a subway sandwich either way. Because those shits are fucking garbage. Stop eating them. You live in New York City. This is a legit sandwich town. You go to a fucking corner store, any corner store, I swear to God, you go to any corner store, get you a chopped cheese. That shit that they show on TV that Charles Barkley be trying to sell you, just stop it. Like, yo, like, first of all, Subway been lying to you for so fucking long, and you don't even understand it. Like, Subway somehow got you motherfuckers to believe that you could lose weight by eating sandwiches three times a day. You know what the serving size for bread is? One slice. The serving size for bread is one slice. They ain't even talking about sandwich rolls. But you're supposed to believe that eating sandwiches for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you're supposed to come down from, what was Jared, 400 pounds? The only thing them sandwiches did was send his ass to prison. So if you're a pedophile, don't eat Subway sandwiches because they're going to catch you. What the, is that me? Okay. Shit. Man, uh, let me see. What, what, what do I want to do? What, I, I, wavy waved the phone at me. So that means that <laughs> the party's almost over. I tell you this. I, I now I did I did go on a rant about trying about not giving a fuck about being better, but that was bullshit. I am trying to be a better person because I watched the episode of last week tonight, and John Oliver talked about recycling, and it blew my fucking mind. And I was like, I got to do better. I got to reduce my carbon footprint. 
how can I do that shit? How can I start? Because they show pictures of, like, fucking turtles, you know, in trouble, choking on straws and shit. I'm like, I don't want to hurt turtles. I want to help turtles. So I went out, and I was like, yo, I went out, and I bought reusable straws at CVS, and then I bought some metal straws at fucking Ikea. I'm like, okay, great. I'm on my way to saving the fucking turtles. And then two weeks later, I was standing at my sink washing fucking straws. <laughs> and you know what I said? I said, fuck them turtles. <laughs> Yo, give it up to your host, Wave McGuire, everybody. Fuck them turtles, fuck them turtles. Yeah, give it up one more time for my man, Pumpkin Escobar, Pumpkin Escobar. Yeah. You guys are ready for your last and final comedian? Please give it up for my man, one of the rejected chefs, my man, Chris Deshawn. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go. Yeah, that's right. Come on, keep that same energy for Wavy. Keep it going for Wavy. Let it show, man. Wavy said... He said he wasn't going to book me until I grow my beard. He's tired of this noise. I'm trying to catch up in the middle. Coming with my shoulders, some bitch-ass beard. Hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm from the uh, Murder Producers Club, man. Keep up with that. What's up? We got more audience, too. You guys see me? There we go. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Mic check, one, two, one, two. That's right, man. That's right. We shooting them. But hey, man, I th thank you guys for coming in. We got more audience respect, man. It's, you know. Got to, got got the extras from Euphoria over here. That's what the hey yo is Zendaya nice in real life? What's it? No keys? She said she's not. Nah, that's why I said people who are too nice in real life. That'd be the bitches for real. They'd be like, oh, you don't know. You gotta be careful with them. But yeah, man. Producers Club. Producers Club is live, man. You know I love the Producers Club. Producers Club is the only comedy club in New York City where it's okay for me to openly admit that my mom voted for Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Who's who said woo? Uh, of course you did. You were at the Capitol, nigga. Let's be honest here. That's what the, that's, uh, <laughs> of course your mom, but they, won't, they don't expect it when I say my mom. That's why it's funny, because, like, you know, I had to come out my mom. This was like, oh, you got a whole Uncle Tom mom. Your mom's Uncle Tom. She voted for Trump. <laughs> uh, we're not so, oh, good. They took the camera off. We still streaming? I don't want my mom to see this part. Okay, well, mom, I'm sorry. I love you. I didn't, she was still, I'm 32 years old. She was still whoop my ass. I'm not. <laughs> you gotta be careful, man. Oh man, it's kind of it's kind of toasty. It's a little toasty in here too, man. It was I'm a sweater. I sweat a lot. I don't know why I sweat so much. I, I think I got overactive sweat glands, man. I sweat so much I can't do missionary sex without torturing the poor woman. Like it's, she, <laughs> that's right. Like a night in bed, a night in bed with me would feel like a night in Guantanamo Bay. Like you were getting waterboarded. You gotta. <laughs> The CIA, man, I'm too sweaty. CIA should have hired me to fuck the shit out of Ghislaine Maxwell. I'd have got all the answers out of that bitch. It's, it's, who the fuck was on that island? Who was on that island? <laughs> See, that's another. I can only do that here, too. That's for the Q&A. We got Q&A comics in the building. That's <laughs> Love the Producers Club, man. Hey, you guys, you guys hip-hop fans? Y'all y'all seem more like emo, the emo music type. I don't know. That's uh, got some Paramore vibes from you. I don't. Who's your favorite rapper? Megan the style, of course, hot girl summer. Hot girl summer. You was uh, you lived up, you had a hot girl, you had a hot girl summer? That's corona. You're super spreading hope. No, that's 
Nah, man, Hot Girl, hey, man, this Hot Girl Summer. I, I feel like so many fetuses got aborted during Hot Girl Summer. God sent them to heaven in the party bus. That's what this. Oh, shit, abortion, that's too far? My bad. That's, hey. That was why my mom voted for Trump. That's what. <laughs> oh, man. No, I'm a hip-hop fan, man. Grew up off of hip-hop. I always like to ask that, you know, when I do shows, just see what the vibe, see what the crowd, see what you guys into. And I asked that one show, one guy, he just straight up was disrespected. Like, he said, yo, I don't really like, I don't really like rap music. I don't like hip-hop, and I hate all rappers. And I wasn't really too pissed. I said, you know what? That's your opinion. You're entitled to your opinion, because you, you know, you don't like every time. You ain't going to see me dancing into no fucking poker music looking like Urkel. Every night, I wouldn't do that. So that's fine, that's fine. I said, you cool, you, you know, all rappers are trash. I was cool with him until he said, except for Eminem. <laughs> Top five Eminem, Mac Miller, Vanilla Ice, the host. <laughs> I was like, all right, bro, now we got, you know, you're entitled to your opinion, but we gotta talk. Now, I got, I got a problem. That's some wild shit to say, especially in New York City, right? Like, cause, I, cause I'm soft, man, I'm a pussy. I would never do the opposite. I would never go to Memphis, Tennessee and just be like, hey, yo, fuck country music. Bunch of square dancing motherfuckers. Billy Ray Cyrus or something I did. Yeah, that's right, fam. That's <laughs> nah, nah, we don't do it. I don't go there. I wouldn't do that. I would never do that. Just find Elvis. What if I went to Elvis Presley's grave and just, like, pissed on it? Like, that, would, that was disrespectful. It's like, you like bluegrass? How about yellow grass, motherfucker? Drink up. I would never... I would never say something so disrespectful in the place where I didn't feel comfortable to do it. Like this, <laughs> yeah, fam. Oh, shit, man. God damn it. You just gonna that we got a parrot in the crowd. You just gonna repeat everything I say. <laughs> I vote that you vote for Trump too, like my mom. You the Trump guy. That's what, hey, no, hey, I still respect you. I still, I still respect you. That's right. That's right, Poppy. You said, fuck the rest of my family. The rest of y'all niggas stay behind that wall. I'm here. You should have got out while the getting was good, my G. You should have got out while the getting was good. Fuck them kids. Put the wall right up. As soon as you put the best you in the hand. That's right. That's Trump, that Trump money. That motherfucking Trump money. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm a... We were talking about conspiracy theories earlier. I'm a little bit of a conspiracy theorist, too, myself. Calm down. I'm cool, though. I don't believe in the necessary, the really crazy ones. I just want to know which one of my favorite rappers is in Illuminati. I told you I'm a hip-hop fan, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, is, what, what's up? Is, uh, you know, is Jay-Z the leader? Yeah, you know, is Gucci Mane the clone? Y'all know the classics. Y'all know the classics. That and y'all was talking shit on flat earth. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I dabbled in it a little bit, just a little bit. Just know, just see, I always split the room. That's look, I don't go that far. I don't go that far. I, I, I like, you know, I'm scared, I'm, I'm open to shit, but you know, I really respect Kyrie Irving because he stood down, he was 10 toes down. That shit. he said, fuck, he said, fuck what y'all think. I, the earth is flat, fuck y'all. See, you know what, Kyrie, you know what, Kyrie, he, he fucked up, man. He fucked up. The only mistake that he made is that. He put that he came out of the closet as a flat earther. That's too much. That, that's too much. That's too much. Because people don't realize conspiracy theories are like drugs. And flat earth is a crack of conspiracy theories, nigga. Like that's the that's the final. You're not supposed to smoke crack or research the flat earth until you're ready to lose all your friends and family. 
I think Kyrie still had hope. There was still hope for that man. That was <laughs> he wasn't ready to commit. He was not ready to commit, man. Um, I love to say a lot of a lot of great art here in New York City. I, I appreciate the, the the graffiti, graffiti artists. I don't know if we got any. To say. Yeah, it's clap. Don't worry, ain't, them, ain't no ain't no cops in the building. We'd be all right. Let's, I, I, it really gives me hope every time I see. I think I feel like the best graffiti owns the most bust down, run down looking buildings. And then, you know, when they just rejuvenate, it really gives me hope for the city and for people because I'm like, damn, this must be exactly how ugly people who get face tattoos feel. Like, you know, that's maybe it's not the best canvas in the world, but, you know, this, I see what you did. Like, it's art. It's art. Now, you're not ugly. There's no such thing as an ugly person with a face tattoo because you aren't now. You're beautiful. You need to have your own exhibit at the moment, you know? This <laughs> It's beautiful, man. Yo, I'm telling you, bro, if you, get, if you feel like you're ugly, man, get, you get with the right face tattoo, you can go from everybody being afraid of your face to every single art major history hole all up on your dick the next day. Like, it's a, get them art bitches, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what the, <laughs> it's better than gentrification. That's what, the, I can't think of a better way to raise your face, the, uh, the value of your face. <laughs> All right. I mean, only only ugly people don't laugh at that joke. I thought y'all were good looking, but you know that's that's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Look, because I'm I'm not against anybody altering their bodies or anything. You know, altering the way that you look, how you look is how you look. I'm not I'm not even against the the Brazilian butt lift trend, the BBLs, BBL gang, the big Brazilian booties. I'm not against. I'm not. I would never. I don't judge Kim Kardashian none of them. The only thing I say is. If you're going to get a Brazilian butt lift, just don't cheap out on that shit, all right? Like, getting a Brazilian butt lift anywhere outside of the United States of America is kind of like baking your own wedding cake instead of going to a professional. You feel me? Like, yeah, you might save some money, but there's a good chance you might fuck up the filling. You know what I mean? Like, the cake could come out lopsided. We don't... It's not a good look. That's not a good look. <laughs> It don't. It don't. You deal with some BBL? You deal? You ever squeeze one? I never touched one. I'm talking shit. It feel like plastic. It feel like some Barbies. I don't know. I would never go to Mexico to get one done. I guess. Yeah, fam. The Bronx? Hell no. Oh no. You want your ass to fall off? I don't, you ain't gonna have no ass left. <laughs> if cheeks is deflated. I ain't going up. I ain't going up there for that. Ain't going up there for that. Yo, <laughs> see y'all got me now. I'm up here sweating again. I'm about to go back to fucking Guantanamo Bay and torture some more war criminals. But y'all, you guys have been great, man. I'm Chris Deshaun. It's fun playing with y'all. Give it up for your man. Wait. Give it up one more time for my man, Chris Deshaun, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah.